Hey everybody, welcome to Tech Thought, a show about tech advice and short how-to and why you should care. This is season four, episode four. Yeah, this feels weird. <laughs> You're right. Finish it. It's gonna, it's gonna, be, it's gonna feel weird for the rest of the season, and yet you keep telling me to not do I'm it. I'm sorry, do it. Or overall, episode forty-eight. Uh, hi, I am Jade. I am the smart one. I'm Art. I'm the cute one. Disclaimer: We are both smart and cute. So, after the numerous extensions of this what was supposed to be first episode of our gaming arc, and has now turned into three episodes of our gaming arc. We are finally at the last of the history episodes. This has not been a very short history lesson, but it has been a very comprehensive one, and that's sort of what we aim for here. But before we get to the last of the consoles, which are the 7th through ninth, right? I think so, yeah. Before we get to the last three gents of consoles, I have to plug our after show. You can find us live on our Instagram at TechThoughts Podcast every Friday at 8 p.m. ET, unless we mess up, which I apologize has been happening frequently lately, or, or something, something else happens. happens, like Greyhound buses deciding to never be on time, which is not in our control, unfortunately. But we do try to stream when we can and apologize when we can't, and we'd love to see you guys there. You can also find us at our website, which is Jade. Is the Tech Thoughts, you know, dot gay? Like my boyfriend like my girlfriend anyway so with that out of the way let's wrap up this history episode cool all right great it's time for the seventh generation boys sega is long pulled out of the console business by now and the seventh generation is really boring okay that's not true uh this generation brought us hd graphics to the table you know 720p 1080p stuff like that it's cool it also brought us some new input methods and maintain the general backwards compatibility that each manufacturer had with their previous console. The Xbox 360 led the charge. It was our first console released on November 22nd, 2005, launching at the beautiful price of $299 or $399 if you wanted more storage, so both are true. Um, it was also the first console to receive regular software updates. As in often. Other, uh, the, I think the original Xbox also got software updates, but it wasn't, like, super common. Mm-hmm. It was also the first console to include a wireless controller in the box. There were other wireless controllers before it, you know, with the Atari 2600, which had the CX42, and the GameCube had the WaveBird, but that was also sold separately, so it doesn't count. It was also really faulty and led to the infamous Red Rings of Death error messages due to faulty soldering. As a quick note, it's lead-free solder because it cracks. It doesn't last. It leads to horrific overheating and, well, things go terrible when your electronics overheat. That explains it. I never really knew what the Red Ring of Death was. I just knew that it was pervasive among the, the, the Xbox 360s, which sucks because, I don't know, I have the same level, I have the same level, despite the fact that they're not from the same generation, I have the same level of nostalgia for the 360 as I do for the PS2. They're sort of paired in my head. You still have one, that's why. Well, yeah, but I, I actually didn't, I had an Xbox 360 after an Xbox, after the Xbox One became a thing, and I got it purely for Viva Pinata, to be perfectly honest, um, because emulators can't run it yet. But yeah, so that, yeah, it's really interesting to know. A lot of Xbox 360s also have really faulty disk drives. I don't know why that happens, but mine suffered from this issue where literally the disk drive would stop reading the disc it would just spin and spin and spin and spin and spin and then it got worse to the point where the disc drive literally would not 
like if you hit the disk drive, it just straight up doesn't open. Yikes. It's just stuck. I don't know what's up with it. <laughs> yeah. So nostalgia, but definitely not the most reliable thing in the in the long run. No. Which is why I had a lot of uh, re-releases as nicer models, like the Xbox 360 Slim and such. But you know, mm-hmm. I also had a, a slim version of it. It was a it was a Halo model, very nice. Anyway, yeah, cool. I love it. I still have it. It's a really it's a really great collector's item. The 360 also had a peripheral for playing HD DVDs, which would be so cool if HD DVDs didn't lose the format war with Blu-ray. Hmm. Yeah, speaking of which, soon after the 360 came the PS3, released on November 11, 2006, and it was the first console to use Blu-ray discs as its main storage medium, and also allowed people to watch Blu-ray discs on it. So it's been really smart about letting people just watch things on their consoles, and therefore bolstering sales. Good job, Sony. Um, though it did release at a starting price of $4.99 or $5.99 if you wanted more storage, and came out a year after the Xbox, which kind of was just a shot in the foot by Sony to themselves. Uh, too, too pricey. Yeah, especially with that price, yeah. yeah. Um, though, despite all this, you know, Sony, Microsoft, Mumbo, the real big star of this generation, surprisingly, was the Nintendo Wii, of all things. And you know what I'm talking about. I don't care how old you are or when you're watching this episode. Yeah, the Wii, which I have nostalgia for despite literally never having owned one. I have nostalgia from for, go, for going to my friends' houses and playing on their Wiis. That's what I have nostalgia for. Um, it was codenamed the Nintendo Revolution and was released on December 2nd, 2006. As Nintendo started focusing on innovation instead of specs, it brought a variety of new things to the table. For one, the Wii's primary controller, the Wiimote, Wii Remote, um, allowed you to control the games. Kind of naturally? Using motion controls built into the controller itself. This was essentially meant to pull in people who would not normally be gamers. It also included full Nintendo GameCube backwards compatibility, including full use of original GameCube controllers and memory cards. Super neat. Wish Nintendo still did that. Me too. Uh, but we'll, we'll, get get to, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, unlike the Xbox and PlayStation, the Wii only supported up to 480p resolution, which is god-awful. It was. It looks it looks so bad. But it was overall a much weaker system. And despite that, it was so hilariously legendary, and it only sold for $250. It was so legendary that Microsoft took their own crack at motion gaming, bringing in the Xbox Kinect in November 2010. It it utilized a depth-sensing camera using infrared in order to do things like sign you into your Xbox automatically, allow motion control without an actual controller, and of course, being absolutely creepy to have on you all the time. Yeah, it was creepy. Kinect was such a weird thing. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I, it was, it was weird and it felt relatively janky. And I hope those aren't mean things to say about it. Yeah, like the Kinect was kind of used for nothing in this 360 era, really. It was, it was kind of worthless. Um, what was it best known for? The uh, I'm Han Solo is like the fucking Star Wars dancing game. That's it. <laughs> just dance. No, yeah, literally just dance. Um, yeah. uh, which no, because funnily enough, I watch like 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 professional just dance YouTubers. I, I've I've seen them. It's very weirdly impressive, um, and I'm assuming they're using the Kinect because it it has like the full body tracking as opposed to the Wii Motes, just like tracking your hand, and therefore you can make kind of vague movements and it'll work. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It, other than that, nothing really. Basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a cheat in just in, in in like Wii just dance. I just flip my remote around and I was like, yeah, I can do better than the actual people trying. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's so mean. Yeah. All right. 
So now we've uh, we made it to the eighth generation of good old fashioned game consoles, starting with the Wii U, also by Nintendo, better known as the Wii U accessory for the Wii because of Jimmy Fallon. As you can see, it was a marketing nightmare. Uh, people confuse the Wii U as a thing that needed to be used with the original Wii, or as just a peripheral to add to it, which probably hurt sales real bad, and why it was the worst-selling console of the generation. It didn't deserve that. Um, we're not here to shit on the Wii U, though. We're here to sing praises for the innovations it brought to the table. One of those things is its new controller experience, because Nintendo loves just replacing their controllers every 10 seconds, apparently. First you get yep. th- first you need a three-handed one for the 64, then you get a little more reasonable shit with the GameCube, wait, go back, here's a stick! <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and here's a whole-ass tablet. Here's <laughs> a whole-ass tablet. The gamepad had a screen built into it, allowing you to play your Wii U games without a TV, or use it to enhance existing gameplay, kind of like the DS. Um, that's about it. Oh, it could do HD, which means it just kind of finally caught up to everything else. Only it did HD badly because it was still underpowered hardware. Okay, look, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it was the most revolutionary thing ever, but you have not known true joy until you've played the like Wii U Mario game with your friends. Because it's just like, it's all of you trying to work together and then that one asshole with the gamepad actively trying to murder you. And it's great. It's fantastic. It's a fantastic game. I don't recognize what you're talking about, but fair. I, I remember it mostly for playing Star Fox on the shitter. Um. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Alright. Otherwise, the 8th generation doesn't really have much going for it. I mean, the Xbox One, nothing new really. Faster? It didn't include a Kinect in the box. It was released November 22nd, 2013, and the controllers included an integrated rechargeable battery pack, so that was cool. The PS4 was released on November 29th, 2013. Eh. It had the DualShock 4, which, in my opinion, is the best controller that's ever been made. Oh yeah, that touchpad's really useful. I'm not saying the touchpad is useful. I'm saying that otherwise the controller is just like super, super solid. Yeah, the light on the back also very useful. I like the light on the back. I like the light on the back. Purely for aesthetic purposes, I like the light on the back. I'm not saying it was super innovative. I'm saying it is my favorite. It is the first controller I've ever owned, and it's the favorite, my favorite I've ever had. A lot of people think like the xbox 360 controller is the greatest controller of all time and i just personally cannot cannot agree but there is there is one thing that sony did that absolutely was just amazing and i'm going to let you take this one jay because you were very excited to talk about it i have so many exclamation points in this script uh sony in 2016 released the psvr it was slash is it's a little murky because it's a really recent thing um a peripheral that connects to your ps4 it brings the vr experience to the console provided a headset for immersive vr games and could also take advantage of the pre-existing playstation camera and move controllers which help track movement and you can check out our episode on vr if you're curious on how it actually works PSVR is the first and currently only console-based VR solution and was an actual true innovation for this generation. Okay, all right, all right, nice, 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 nice. So, so is it is it is it ninth generation time? No, it's Nintendo Switch time. Yes, this is considered an eighth gen console, late to the game, but somehow still eighth gen. The Nintendo Switch was released on March third, twenty seventeen. 
What it bring to the table? Well, it basically took the Wii U gamepad idea and shoved all of that console just into the screen part. The Switch combined the handheld and console segments of Nintendo's R&D, bringing us one thing that can do both. It's party trick, docking to become a TV-based console. Also, integrated slides to allow its Joy-Con controllers to attach to it and charge. Also, technically speaking, it's the first console that supports USB-C, which is admittedly sick. Though it killed all of the possibility of backwards compatibility because it lacks any disk drive. The Joy-Cons themselves are also a massive miss due to incredibly faulty joysticks. It's so bad that there have been multiple lawsuits. Nintendo has basically just admitted like, yeah, this is a problem. We're not going to fix it. But we'll release ones in new colors. Are you interested? The, 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 the dumb thing, the dumb thing is, it's not even because you could argue that it's a ploy, and we we discussed this off the show. Like you could argue that it's a ploy to sell more Joy Cons, but I don't actually really properly feel like it is because they will fix them for you. They have a Joy Con replacement program. If you call Nintendo, to be fair, the wait time is apparently like insane, or so I've heard. Um, but like if you call Nintendo, you can ship them your Joy Cons, and they will fix them for you because they know that this is a problem. If they are trying to just sell you new ones, you think they wouldn't bother to, like, fix your broken ones. But they do. It's still shitty. Don't get me wrong. It's bad. It's bad. Like, just to know that this is an issue and to basically just be like, yeah, we're not doing anything about it. Like, that's terrible. Don't get me wrong. But it is just weird that instead of, like, doing the capitalism thing of, like, it broke, buy a new one. They're just like, no, we'll, we'll fix it. You just have to wait six weeks. But that's, that, that's still the capitalism thing of go buy another one. Are you really going to not use your Switch for six weeks to get a new... Get I can your- use my Switch for fucking damn near three months. Do you still play because it? Because of the... No. Like, that's, that's my point. Like, that, no, like, seriously, that's my point. It's just like, is, if anything, they're killing people's love for their console. Because if I have to, get, I'm not going to pay $90 for new Joy-Cons. I'm going to give up my Joy-Cons, and then by the time I get them back, I'm going to have forgotten what it was like to have the Switch in my life, and I'm just going to be done playing it. Like, that's what's going to happen, really. Um, yeah. Nintendo Online, get your shit together. But whatever. We've run ourselves back to the Xbox One S, which is a console that exists... Theoretically, are they still are they still not in stock anywhere? No, no, this isn't the series. This is the one. Oh, oh yes, yeah, you gotta love. They're the all names. names the same. I hate it. Go on. Sure. So yes, the Xbox One S, and I'm pretty sure it stands for Slim. The Xbox One S was the first to support HDR in some titles. It was released on August second, twenty sixteen. Blah blah blah. But the PS4 Pro, all right. That was the first console with actual overall 4K support and was released on November 10th, 2016. It also has better performance overall, you know, double the GPU power. Woo. It's still a PS4. <laughs> it's the same game. I completely, I, I'm, I shit you not, I completely, utterly forgot these two consoles. Did you know there was an Xbox One X? <laughs> I didn't write about it because I didn't care. It didn't matter. It's an Xbox One X. It's Project Scorpio. It's what happened to that. What 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 profoundly confusing naming given what the next console is called. So now is it ninth gen time? Yeah, it's ninth gen time. Let's do it. So the ninth generation brought some very iterative improvements as we've been seeing. But one of these is ray tracing, a method of rendering light that looks fairly realistic, done by tracing how light rays interact with objects from each light source. Uh, you know, ray tracing. We did a whole mini-sode on it if you want to check that out. It also brought general HDR support to everything, and even high refresh rates and resolutions, like 120Hz. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It's a time to be alive. 
<laughs> um, so, like, though, at the moment of writing, the only ninth-gen consoles are the Xbox Series X and the Sony PlayStation 5, and I, there's a, yeah, there's an Xbox Series S, but it's, like, less cool and does less things, but it exists. It's the cheap one. It's the cheap one. Also, hmm? also, mm-hmm. also, the both of these consoles were released within two days of each other in November of 2020, which I love. Um, uh, November 10th and November 12th, 2020. And I have still yet to see either of them in person. Yeah, I haven't seen one either. They also, like, they're almost like the same thing. There's very little different between them. Um, so just to, to put some numbers to those days you said, the Series X came out on November 10th, 2020, and it supports up to 8K resolution at 60fps and 4K resolution up to 120fps. It also finally uses an SSD for faster loading times because- of- Wait, it took them that long to use these- hmm? Jesus Christ. It took them that long to use an SSD? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure. When- Alright, Microsoft. Eat your heart out. Go on. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so SSD for faster loading times. Uh, it also remains backwards compatible, so that is cool. And it supports Ultra HD Blu-rays, meaning 4K HDR Blu-rays. On the other side of the fence, the PS5 was released on November 12th, 2020, and it's the same, it has the same features. It has the same exact setup. Oh, but it does have backwards compatibility for PSVR, which is why I said I wasn't sure how to, how to tense it, because it's, it's still here. It's cool, but like, it's weird. Right, so what's really weird about this generation is that both consoles actually use the same hardware platform. They're both running a variation of AMD's Zen 2 processors, RDNA 2 chips, also AMD made, 16 gigabytes of RAM, 4K Blu-ray discs. Okay, wait a minute, these are exactly the same. And yeah, that's sort of what we've come to at this point. These consoles are both essentially the same, though admittedly with the Xbox Series X having a little more performance on paper, and are essentially just lockdown computers. Consoles are basically computers at this point. Yeah, they are. Arcade machines are basically computers at this point, too. We'll get to that in the next episode. But... So, yeah, so that's all the time that we have for you guys today. We have finally, finally reached the end of the history portion of the gaming arc. Yes, there are more non-history episodes planned for this gaming arc. I can't believe this one took this long. But we had a lot to say, and honestly, we have a lot more to say because there are going to be minisodes that sort of expand on these topics a little bit. Uh, we're going to have a whole minisode on handhelds that I'm very excited to record. So yeah, you'll hear us talk about this more in those. You'll hear us talk about this more in those. But I hope this was a useful primer for just these are what video game consoles are. Yeah, I hope it was fun. Yeah, no, I, I, I like doing history episodes. They're always they're always fun for me. I, I think. Trying to conceptualize things in linear time is always an experience of just like, oh, that happened either way later or way sooner than I expected it to. But yeah, I don't know. So I enjoy doing these. I hope you guys enjoy listening to them. And if you are looking for us outside of these episodes, you can find us on our Instagram at Podcast. Like I said, we are live there every Friday at 8 p.m. ET. That we can make it. That we can make it. Um, you can also find us at our website uh, if you want to see all the resources and links to the stuff that we're talking about. And our website is, Jid? Uh, techthoughts.gay. Is it time for us to renew that domain name again yet, by the way? Uh, like a week. Ugh. Alright, see you guys next week. Bye! Bye!